Cancer is an awful disease, and people feel powerless as their body betrays them, growing this foreign object from their own cells, oftentimes without hope that conventional treatment will help them. It turns out while we have made tremendous progress in conventional treatment against cancer, it's very hard for the average person to understand that progress. But some of the great progress that we have made is in some of the dietary approaches we can take to prevent cancer, decrease mortality from cancer, and improve survival from some cancers, and that's the Mediterranean diet. I'm Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Fork You, where we make sense of the madness, busting myths, as well as helping you to learn a little bit about food as medicine. The seven-country study showed that the number one killer in the world, heart disease, could be very much modified by diet. A bad diet leading to increased risk of heart disease, a good diet leading to less risk of heart disease. So the question was pretty obvious, what about the number two killer, cancer? It turns out that a new study came up, a new cohort study out of Europe called the European Perspective Investigation into Cancer and Nutrition, EPIC, which was a large cohort study again this one involving 521,000 individuals from 23 centers in 10 countries, both men and women. They have produced a volume of evidence about cancer, not just looking at the Mediterranean diet, but all of the different food groups and how they might affect positively, negatively, or not at all with various forms of cancer. Let's go through a few of them. The big thing that came out of the EPIC study was how adherence to the Mediterranean diet affected simple longevity. And why was that a big thing? Well, we all want to live a little bit longer and better, but it provided the scoring system that we use today for the Mediterranean diet, that nine-point scoring system. That came out of the longevity studies done by the EPIC group. What they found was fairly simple, that individuals who were more adherent to the Mediterranean diet, let's say, or even more adherent by two points, had an 8% increase in longevity during the time of the study. Imagine, just eating better means you have a pretty good chance of living a little longer. That's a pretty positive impact. Let's go through some of the cancers. Colorectal cancer in the Mediterranean diet. They found that a higher consumption of fruit and vegetables together, not separately, led to a decreased risk of colorectal cancer. In fact, when they looked at the entire score, a score of 6 to 9 led to an 11% decreased risk of colorectal cancer compared to a score of 0 to 3. In that same study, even a two-point change led to a decreased risk of colorectal cancer. Breast cancer was the same. Adherence to the Mediterranean diet, excluding alcohol, was related to a decreased risk of breast cancer in postmenopausal women, and the association was even stronger in receptive negative tumors, which are, by the way, the big buggers of breast cancer. We know that alcohol is a component of the Mediterranean diet, and it has a negative association with breast cancer, meaning more alcohol led to a greater increase in breast cancer. Thankfully, coffee consumption is actually a little protective against breast cancer. Interestingly enough, as much as people want to go down on sugar-sweetened or artificially sweetened beverages, they had no association with breast cancer. When it comes to lung cancer, whole grains, fruits, and vegetables were associated with a decreased risk of lung cancer. Even smokers who had increased vegetable consumption had a decreased risk of cancer, and they even found that lung cancer was decreased with a higher consumption of apples and pears. 
there was no association with meat or fish consumption in lung cancer, and alcohol wasn't associated with an increased or decreased risk of it. This has gone on and on. There's been clear that a higher adherence to the Mediterranean diet led to not only a lower risk of cancer, but cancer recurrence and survival from cancers. Lower incidence of cancers included colorectal cancer, lung cancer, breast cancer, stomach cancer, pancreas, prostate, liver, and head and neck cancers. This is in contrast to the keto diet. There's not much evidence, no clinical evidence, no cohort studies that the keto diet has done anything to decrease the risk of cancer, survival from cancer, or longevity from cancer. There's some interesting studies in mice, but mice are not men. Cancer isn't fixed through a diet, but a healthy diet is the best and most empowering thing that many cancer patients have. Augmenting treatment with a healthy Mediterranean-style diet but continuing conventional treatment of cancer optimizes a patient's chance, giving patients the bit of power that they have and allowing conventional medicine to do its best work. Thank you for listening to Fork You and me, Dr. Terry Simpson. And while I am a doctor, I'm probably not your doctor. And if you do have a cancer diagnosis, please see a board-certified oncologist and discuss with them dietary components that may have affected your cancer. Please do not forego conventional chemotherapy, radiation therapy, or surgery for cancer in lieu of a dietary regimen. There is no dietary regimen that can replace conventional treatment as much as we'd like to believe that. Fork You is written by me, Dr. Terry Simpson, and please see our associated blog for references, which is found on yourdoctorsorders.com. Fork You is produced by our friends at Simpler Media and the pod god, Mr. Evo Terra, who actually is pretty faithful to a Mediterranean diet, even if he has occasionally been on a beer and sausage diet for us to prove another point long ago. Thanks for listening.